0: Oh, man, we're going to be horribly out of practice here. <laughs> That's like
1: riding, or no, it's like falling off a bike, you always you, can
0: do that. You, you, Yeah, you never forget how to fall <laughs> off a bike. Uh, Welcome to Supernatural Selection, it's your weekend weird, I'm your host Kevin Heyman, with me this week is Mike the Skeptic. Mike, how you doing? I'm um, fine, I guess, just, you know, existing. Vibing. Yeah. Okay, and back after a brief stint away, Mr. David Davis. David, we missed you. How are you? I am the boy who lived. <laughs> oh, yeah. let's not talk about that trans-hating bitch. Yeah, no, oh, yeah. I, um,
2: yeah I, I had simultaneous uh, ear, sinus, and upper respiratory infections.
0: So Jesus Christ.
2: Yeah, I was uh, pretty fucked.
0: Well, that's fun.
2: No, it wasn't.
0: Yeah, no, that was sarcasm. Specific. Sorry.
2: Oh, okay, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's been a while.
0: Yeah,
1: been a while.
0: <laughs> but, but
1: Kevin, I, I'm thinking we're all learned starting to learn now. You couldn't still love a an art piece and hate the, uh, the oh. artist.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh,
1: they're they're all all artists everywhere are terrible. Every artist is terrible, right? I'm looking right at you, Kevin. You're I know terrible. you are. I know mm-hmm. you
0: are. You son of a bitch. Uh, Yeah, I mean, that's like XTC. I love XTC, the band. I hate Andrew Partridge, so I bought a bootleg T-shirt so he wouldn't get any money.
1: And and now you admitted it to the public, and you're going to go to jail. Jail. Bootleg T-shirt jail.
0: I'm getting canceled. So, uh, guys, have we got any uh, housekeeping up front? David, I think we've got something fun to announce.
2: Um, I, I think we should probably save that for the end.
0: All right, you know because I, mean? me. yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I don't no 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 because
2: I I, <laughs> I don't really want to do like X this week because I can't find shit on X. Okay, no, that's
0: fine. So, Actually, it, you know what's funny is I did find something on X. Uh, so yeah, if you, if you want to use what I found, it's in the weekend weird.
2: Uh, maybe maybe yeah. I I, just,
0: I think it'd be cool to kind of mention our
2: new thing that we're
0: okay. Watching we'll we'll do that. You know, know what I mean? Yeah, but
2: like this is this is a very casual episode for us. It's,
0: casual. Uh, I'm taking my pants off. No. Oh. Not that casual. Too late. No. Fly casual.
1: (laughs) I have some housekeeping. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. uh, Like I need to do the dishes
0: and like like vacuum my room. Right. Okay. I see what you did there. That's very Mm -hmm. very amusing. Um, Well, we don't really have a lot to say except you know uh, we still got the Patreon. We're gonna try to get a uh, fun group activity going soon. -hmm. And uh, other than that, you know, we're still taking ads. If you're interested, two bucks Mm -hmm. a slot, three slots, more if we need them. Come fill our slots. Fill our yes, fill our slots with hot advertising. Um. So, it's the weekend. Weird. Who -hmm. would like to go first? Not it.
2: Have have you guys
0: eaten recently? Yes, I had some very nice shredded steak tacos that uh, the film Gage made.
2: Okay, so like maybe this won't make us too hungry, but I'll go. I, I got some. Okay, cool. All right, so um, in our ever-evolving, um, ever-consuming drive to eat a dodo, we have some news. Oh, I'm excited! Yep, this was on uh, CNN, uh, written by Tom Page. Not so dead as a dodo. De-extinction plan to reintroduce reintroduce bird to uh, Mauritius. Mauritius. That's Um, awesome. This is is published November 30th. Um, It's kind of a long article, so I'm just gonna kind of like skim through, give some highlights and everything like that. But um, you know, because we were talking about KFD,
0: you know what I mean? Yeah. We we wanna. I'm like, glad I ate first because, like, normally when we do mm-hmm. this, I do get hungry when we talk about yeah, extinct that species. I want bird. I that want mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. bird. I want it and some mac and cheese. Extinct mm-hmm. mac and cheese.
2: Well, an audacious collaboration between geneticists and conservationists plans to bring back the extinct dodo and reintroduce it to its once native habitat in Moritius. Uh, I gotta know how to say that word. Shit. It's, okay. it's a weird word. Yeah. Um... U.S.-based biotechnology and genetic engineering company, Colossal Biosciences. <laughs> Sounds like it? something out of a kaiju
0: movie. It does. Are they the ones who made the mammoth meatball? I have no idea. Um, yeah, uh,
2: huh. Mike, look that up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> science, Mike. Do the science. <laughs> what am I um, looking up now? <laughs> uh, who is, what was the name of the company again, David? Colossal Biosciences. Yeah. We're trying to find out if they did the mammoth meatball. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh, so anyway, they are pursuing the de-extinction of multiple species, including the woolly mammoth.
3: Uh-huh. So
2: yeah, it sounds like that might be them. Um, and it has entered a partnership with the Mauritian Wildlife Foundation to find a suitable location for the large flightless birds. Uh, as we know, it's been extinct since 1681, a combination of predation by humans and animals introduced by humans, led to its downfall, turning it into a textbook case for extinction. But according to the partners, its return to Mauritius could benefit the Dodo's immediate environment and other species. Um, that, that's so really they, cool. Yeah, they first announced their intention to resurrect the Dodo in January 2023. I think we probably talked about it at that point.
0: I think we did.
2: Um, yeah. Yes. Um, but uh, fresh details regarding how it plans to recreate the species have been revealed.
0: Play-Doh and popsicle sticks.
2: <laughs> the uh, oh, Mike, did you find out about the Mammoth Meatball?
0: Yeah,
1: it was a company called Vow.
0: Uh okay, interesting. Okay, so, Compe- competing restaurants.
1: Mm. Mm, man, a mammoth a
2: mammoth steak sounds delicious. Oh
0: man, a mammoth. We, burger. we just
2: want we just want to eat like the Flintstones. I think pretty we much want like I'll... that big ass rack of ribs that knocks a yep. car over.
0: Yep, that's it right there, buddy. <laughs> I want the Flintstones uh, ribs.
2: So the full genome of the Dodo has been sequenced by Beth Shapiro, lead paleogeneticist at Colossal. In addition, the company says it has now sequenced the genome of the Solitaire, an extinct relative of the Dodo from Rodriguez Island, close to Meridius, and the Nicobar Pigeon, the Dodo's closest living relative, which resides on the islands uh, in Southeast Asia, spanning the Indian and Pacific
0: Oceans. You know what? I remember those two species because we talked about, uh, I wonder if it has any living relatives. And we Mm -hmm. found out that we also ate its cousin, and uh, it has one living relative. So that's cool.
2: Well, um, geneticists at Colossal have found cells that act as a precursor for ovaries or testes in the Nicobar pigeon that can grow successfully in a chicken embryo. They are now researching to see if these cells, called primordial germ cells, or PGCs, can turn into sperm and eggs, which sounds like a terrible breakfast.
0: It really does. This is disgusting now.
2: (laughs) Um, uh, This is a vital step in creating hybridized animals through reproduction. Scientists have previously introduced PGCs to create a chicken fathered by a duck, for which a duck embryo was injected with chicken PGCs, Producing an adult duck with the sperm of a rooster, it then bred with a hen, which gave birth to a chick.
0: This is madness. Yeah, this is this is wild, man. This is some um, affront to God, shit.
2: <laughs> so yeah, that that the plan is that they're going to take the uh, the PGCs of the Nicobar pigeon. So it expresses the physical traits of the Dodo. So do you remember that episode of Justice League Unlimited where it was like the epilogue for Batman Beyond?
0: Yes, were they? Yeah, no, that yeah, 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 yeah. yeah Project they're literally, Batman Beyond.
2: Yeah, they're they're literally making, um. yeah, because they, they injected Terry's dad with Bruce's swimmers. That way <laughs> yes. Terry was the biological son of Bruce Wayne.
0: And then they tried to set up the murder in the alley so they could mm-hmm. psychologically make another Bruce, yeah.
2: So, so, yeah, that's that's Spoiler. what they're doing here. They're pulling a Batman Beyond. God damn. Um, so the edited PGCs will be inserted into the embryos of a sterile chicken and rooster. Uh, with the introduction of the edited PGCs, the chicken and rooster will be capable of reproducing, and in theory, their offspring will resemble the Dodo thanks to the hybridized uh, pigeon DNA in their
0: reproductive systems. This is This is like... I didn't know Mary Shelley wrote a book about uh, Frank and chicken
2: Right, right. Um, As far as, like, because, okay, like, the science is there. That makes sense. Like, it makes sense to me. I don't see this as being unreasonable.
0: No, no, it it makes perfect sense. It's all fine. It's just, it is definitely got that affront to God vibe that, you Mm -hmm. know, someone's going to get pissed about.
2: Well, and, and here's the thing, you know, we have to think about, like, okay, well, once you have the fucking... Dodo, what do you do with it? Eat it. So, well, they, they have a section here called Building a New Home for the Dodo. Okay. Um, So while they continue its research, the team at the Mauritian Wildlife Foundation is uh, will busy itself feathering a proverbial nest. Ugh, the pun. Um, <sighs> let's see. Um, they're doing a feasibility study for where best to locate the birds when they're born. Uh, the island isn't big, about 60 meters by 30 kilometers. I'm sorry, 60 kilometers by 30 kilometers. I was going to say, um,
0: 60 meters by 30 right. kilometers. That's a that's a <laughs> yeah, thin it's like ass a needle. island.
2: Right. Um, and a lot of it right now is uh, sugarcane fields, buildings, villages, and ris- uh, reservoirs. So oh, there's not already, like, really a, yeah. a great site for them. So
0: we've already um, ruined it. Okay.
2: Yeah. So uh, what, it, what it looks like so far Black River Gorges National Park with pockets of restored forest is one location being considered. Um, neighboring nature reserves round Island and the islet of Agriettes are two others. Um, The island and islet are not home to natural predators. Whereas on the mainland invasive species, including rats, feral cats, pigs, dogs, monkeys, mongooses, and crows may need to be excluded, rehomed, or even controlled for the Mm. Dodos to thrive.
0: I'm so, yeah, yeah. I was going to say stick them in New Zealand. That's where you put everything, right?
2: Uh, they say there is a possibility for the Dodo to be re- reintroduced in multiple occasions. So yeah, like, number one, you have to, like, find the right place for these. And then also, it's like, well, how do you keep people from going after
3: them?
0: Like me. Yeah. Right. So,
2: in Just fact, there could them. even be tangential benefits. Uh, he argued, citing mutualistic relationships which have broken down since the loss of the Dodo. Um so yeah they talk about how it might help with the environment uh the bird's large beak is an indicator that it consumed large seeded fruits so like they could help disperse the the fruit seeds and everything like that right so you why? know and then there is one more section about like why revive the dodo at all but yeah
0: right well for obvious reasons Mike you were gonna say
1: something I was just had the mental image she's saying protected from Kevin of Kevin chasing after a dodo holding like a like a dipping cup of sauce trying to dip the dodo in to eat it <laughs> it'd be like Sriracha riley coyote yes.
2: with like the with the the knife and the fo- uh the the knife and the fork and, and like i'd the, have the, the bib, bib. Mm-hmm. yeah just chasing the dodo around meridius yep that's um, it so you know it's you know the, the the big question is why revive the dodo at all i i like this idea of like reintroducing it as like a uh a seed distributor because sure. that that's a niche that kind
0: of that island w- lost yeah so you know I, um yeah i say do it because we gotta start fixing some of the shit we've done and you know the dodo gotta feel bad because it's like oh you look friendly oh why are you eating me yeah. so yeah so it, it'll uh, take they,
1: some uh you can't just do it willy-nilly You definitely have to like study and see because when there's a vacuum like that other species will step into it so you have to look at well has anything taken its place or will it like harmfully now impact what's going on yeah
2: right well you know and i i have this one little section here that i'm I'm gonna go and read because i i think it it says a lot here um the director of the Mauritian Wildlife Foundation said that in any case, the Dodo's return is, quote, not going to happen overnight. We're talking about probably a decade. The birds would, would be created in the U.S. and would need to be imported, he explained. Citing the legal and political dimension of the project, he said, quote, the years may add up. Tatea stressed that the nascent de-extinction technology should not provide a get-out uh, for tried and tested conservation methods. Oh, Particularly obviously. for... Yeah, particularly for endangered species, describing it as, quote, another tool in the toolbox, but not the tool that replaces the whole toolbox.
0: Well, it's easier to just try to keep something from dying than to just bring it fucking back from the dead. It's easier, right. it's easier to keep someone from getting the flu than to have necromancy.
2: Yeah, yeah, and then it's, it, it continues here, you know, Hume agreed, adding that the huge investment made by Colossa could be used elsewhere to save many other species, on the brink through con- uh, through conventional conservation, the paleontologist is not against the de-extinction movement, but would rather see it applied to directly uh, recently extinct species, such as the thylacine, or species yeah. with non-viable populations like the northern white rhino, which only has two remaining females. Jesus which Christ, that yeah. That fucking... Oh, and I guess Colossal bios- uh, Biosciences is researching both the northern white rhino and the thylacine. So. Good, good um yeah so like again like don't grow dinosaurs don't grow <laughs> mammoths
0: but like do well, uh, well, i'm fine with it, But
2: didn't we recently lose a uh, chinese dolphin
0: yes like the a, yangtze river dolphin
2: yeah so it's, it's like one of those you know like, yeah yeah let's let's do i, don't know. I,
1: I still yeah. would like to see jurassic park I mean, you would, it, it, it would, it would, it would not go that bad. Surely it couldn't go that bad. Surely. I, <laughs> I, I don't know. You, you'd think that, but also look. like, look at what happened with COVID. But you know, COVID <laughs> isn't a 20 ton Tyrannosaurus Rex that can't Yeah, swim. but it, it, it's very simple science that people should have
2: followed and they chose not to. Well, and well. you know, the same thing with the dinosaur thing, you know, people are going to like, I, I don't know. I don't know. They're going to like, so, they're going to like genetically engineer something in the dinosaur that makes it like bud off. So like all of a sudden you have like these buds of dinosaurs growing off of each other and you get swarms. Oh, of them, wait, are you talking
0: like about that? like That's... gremlins? You get the T-Rex wet and like <laughs> shit starts popping yeah, off. Yeah. And yeah, it's...
1: Some, someone's going to do that. They're going to be like, I know how we can repopulate the That's... planet quickly. <laughs> God damn it. That's a very difficult thing. You You can't just slap some genetic code into a, animal like that and expect that to well, work. Well, if if Jurassic Park taught us anything, frogs. Jurassic, frogs are the key. If Jurassic Park taught us anything <laughs> it's don't take a <laughs> shit on Jurassic Park. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, now,
2: but but you, but you know what I mean. It's just, um like, as cool as it would be to get, like, a living
1: dinosaur also, like, I don't trust us to do that. Oh, I just don't see really how it's gonna, how it would go wrong, because... They go through some very big loop uh, stretches of
0: uh, logic.
2: Dude, all it takes is one billionaire. It takes one billionaire and
1: one scientist who's like, yeah, sure, I'll grow you a T-Rex.
0: Here's the thing about Jurassic Park. The
1: dude has a T-Rex that eats him, and we have to put it down.
0: Here's the thing about Jurassic Park, all right? Yeah. The whole part going wrong, that was a very specific set of uh, circumstances that had to happen for all that to go wrong. Mm-hmm. Like a lot, including Newman. You know, there's this yeah. just a lot that had to happen there. <laughs>
2: I, I like that you refer to him by his Seinfeld character name. Of course, because it's and, Newman. And
0: here's the thing,
1: Newman. <laughs> <is laughs> and what you just said, go to billionaire just, you know, wants some that that, that could happen then, you know.
2: Oh, it's, it's gonna good. be
0: Musk.
1: I, it's
2: gonna be it's gonna uh, be like the hippos that belong but to here's um, Escobar. Yeah, Escobar. It's going to be like Escobar's hippos. You're going to have some drug lord in Colombia <laughs> who gets like, a, a breeding population of
1: raptors. <laughs> well, here, here's the thing. It's having a breeding population is going to take a lot of money. That is, pop- yeah. It talks several several to tens of millions of dollars each. Uh, yeah, so People
2: it, love their drugs, man. Yeah, There's well, always a market.
0: <laughs> also, and this is And just- Pablo
1: Escobar, you know... Though, that's importing already existing. Yeah, yeah, that's animals.
0: fair. Here's the thing, though, about um, the raptors. And this is just me nitpicking. Those are actually dinonychus raptors. Are actually yeah, very yes, small, we, know right? yes. Okay, we know you huge fucking nerd. Okay, thank you. I'm a dino weeb. Bite me. Right. It's not, right. They're,
1: well, they're, they weren't dinonychus. They were they were different types of raptors. They, they yeah they, they, they raptors, and then they discovered
2: they? the Utah raptor shortly
1: after.
0: Yeah, but the, the one that what they used as a basis for the raptor was the Dynonicus, and then yes. they discovered the Utah Raptor, which was the size of the ones in the movies, and they were like, Hey, look, we weren't wrong. And then feathers. Yeah, the
1: Velociraptor is what you're saying.
0: Yes. The Velocirap Yes, thank you. The Velociraptor is actually a Dynonychus. Mm. They just thought I, Velociraptor was cooler.
2: I, I think the Velociraptor is a lot scarier. Like, you know, it's shorter, but like then yeah, that's still just like
1: Sure. It, 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 yeah now, i just well, i just think there's some you know if we could fo- get you know clean genetic samples of dinosaurs there's just answers to questions that would we would never be able to answer otherwise about the dinosaurs we will genetically we would if we uh if we just you know clone them and
2: like know. like if if billy and the clonosaurus happens <laughs> like, i'm cool with it i'm cool with it oh, no, i'm no, just is. it's it's a. <laughs>
0: Uh, it's a reference to
2: The Simpsons.
0: Oh, Skinner, okay. when he got fired, said he is going to write a book about a, a a theme park full of genetically engineered oh, okay. dinosaurs. He was going to call it "Billy and the Clonosaurus and Apu just went off on him for like <laughs> That's forty-five one of the minutes. Fucking and, um, they, and just like, okay.
2: what's wrong with you, man?
0: I mean, just, thank you. Come the again. Dumbest
2: idea I've ever heard. Um, it's just again, like, no, I'm I'm with you on that, but also like. With the way everything has gone for the past, ever since Harambe died, I just, I
1: don't trust anything. Well, So that's
0: that's our, that's our branching point, I take it. Here's the thing with (laughs) technology.
1: The thing with technology is it's always kind of a genie in bottle situation and you can't really, you can't ever put it back in the bottle and you can't without, you know,
0: breaking a few dino eggs can't
1: control Mm -hmm. it really man yeah so if there are if they're doing this you know if they ever get it successfully working with just extinct species it doesn't matter if i would rather see an actual institution that is responsible Mm -hmm. tackle cloning a dinosaur into but even because if they don't eventually some rich asshole like you said will pay Mm -hmm. some shady you know...
0: Back alley clonings yeah. lab. Just just like Russian dinosaur labs were yeah. fucked. Yeah. So, it's like that. It's, uh, uh, okay, it's okay no. It's better never, than feet. And then they'll as keep flippers.
1: it... They'll keep it in their compound. There'll be ru- rumors about it, but you'll never get to see video or pictures, so you'll never know, you know, how awesome or terrible oh, the dinosaur Somebody grows. will
0: oh, okay. make a in Mbembe and stick it in a river in Africa. Oh,
2: okay, so, so here's the question, then. Mm-hmm. If we could only clone... One dinosaur. If we could only find the material to bring back one specific dinosaur, what dinosaur should it be?
0: Oh, the duck dinosaur, without a doubt. Why? Because, like, they're big, they plant eat plants, and they have that weird-ass honking noise with their skull. <laughs> they're, like, just... One of the coolest just because of their head structure and they have like a resonance chamber and that long thing on their head. Can you imagine like being in a preserve and you just hear this haunting weird ass like deep bass
1: honk? So so mm. before it's I like, answer, it's like
0: it's like giant
1: goose monsters. I just I just had a revelation though. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if we did find some you know, say there was the uh mosquito thing or something similar where you found find some viable genetic material right here's a problem though you won't know what it is mm-hmm.
0: yes yes unless you, it's
1: like yeah. actually like a whole or mostly preserved you know dinosaur where you can tell what species it is you could have you know it, and god knows what
0: it'll be a species we've never seen before because there are whole <laughs> species of dinosaurs that probably did not fossilize like we have a Mm. Fraction, a view of yeah. a fraction of the species that existed.
2: Like, like ideally for me, I think the thing that we would benefit most from is a small theropod, um, something that kind of can illustrate like, the mechanics of evolution. So you between mean like, dinosaur and bird?
0: No, oh, okay, well, like, okay, so like, like, so like a the like the the like avian or
2: something, right? Okay, you know, see. Uh,
0: The only other one I'd say bring back would be the uh, Protoceratops, the one without the horns. Oh, because you're so cute. Yeah, I know. I want one Mm. as a pet. You know what my answer is? I I don't know, What what would you go for? T-Rex. You son of a bitch! But, hear (laughs) me out. You doomed us all. Hear me out. You
1: fucked us, Mike. Because we we know, (laughs) we're pretty much now sure that they had some form of plumage. I want people to I want people's heads to explode when we find out it just looks like a giant fucking chicken, a giant
0: mm-hmm. baby chick. It, it, it's
2: big, like that picture, fuzzy. that picture yes. of the very yeah. big round chick just, looking T Rex fluff. It's just covered mm-hmm.
0: in fluff. That would be great. I'm not gonna lie, Mike, you, you sold me on that. <laughs> but um, now here's one question about the whole cloning and putting having another species bring it to term, like with the chicken and yeah. the duck thing. All right, so. They try to save the mountain gorilla. Mm-hmm. Hypothetically, mm-hmm. they're gonna put it in a woman. No, right. no how, you could put how,
2: it in another. Uh, there's, there's multiple uh, breeds of gorillas. I know, yeah. but
0: like, it, if it's the no, Russians, are gonna let's, let's put not, it in let's some woman. Let's not go there.
2: Let's not go there. Let's not go there.
0: I'm just saying. Okay, no, they're go,
2: right. they're gonna find another gorilla, and they're gonna they're gonna do, do it that way. Let's let's you, not let's not invoke more horror
0: okay that's fine but um (laughs) i love the fact that it we're like 25 minutes in we're still on the first story because you're back (laughs) and we had so much to talk about oh no Um, i mean
2: there's a lot of cool stuff there and then hopefully you know in the next 20 years uh dodo nuggets
0: yeah no i'm down um so mike do you want to go next or should i go next okay you go
1: next so do you, want, do you want mushrooms or existential dread?
0: Oh, let's go with existential dread, because I got a little of that myself afterwards.
1: All right, so this is a couple months old, but I've been sitting on it for the right time for us all all be together and to discuss it. A scientist, after decades of study, concludes we don't have free will.
0: <sighs> you know, I was just reading something about the fact that consciousness is an illusion. So, uh-huh. yes, please take a shit on my uh, mental health further. <laughs> so, uh,
1: let's see here.
0: This article no longer yeah. available. No. Yeah. no. Uh, <laughs> trying to Sponsored find by the-
2: harddrive.com hard God drive.com. damn
0: it, motherfuckers. <laughs> trying to find
1: the exact um, I don't want to read this preamble about epilepsy.
0: Gee, what the fuck! <laughs> it, it's saying that's a, that's a hell of a that's a hell of a, a lead in. Yeah, it's
1: just saying before ep- epilepsy, epilepsy, epilepsy. Yeah, epilepsy before epilepsy <laughs> was understood to be a neurological condition. People believed it was caused by the moon or by phlegm in the brain. Mm-hmm. They oh, condemned can- seizures as evidence of witchcraft or demonic possession, and killed or castrated sufferers yeah. to prevent them from. Passing tainted blood to a new generation. Today, that, we know that, That's ep-
2: stuff that we'll talk about when yeah. we talk about like possession stuff yeah. eventually.
1: Yeah. Today we know epilepsy is a disease. By and large, it's accepted that a person who causes a fatal traffic accident while in the grip of a seizure should not be charged with murder. Right. That's good, says Stanford University neurobiologist Robert Spolaski. That's progress, but there's still a long way to go. After more than 40 years studying humans and other primates... Sapolsky has reached the conclusion that virtually all human behavior is as far beyond our conscious control as the convolutions of a seizure, the division of cells or the beating of our hearts.
2: Well, well, you, you know that joke about how like we are meat puppets like yeah. uh, controlled by skeletons like, yeah,
1: no, like we're yeah, we're skeletons covered in meat controlled by ghosts. Yeah,
2: yeah. So, like, no, I, it, it fits in with that
1: worldview. This means accepting that a man who shoots into a crowd has no more control over his fate than the victims who happen to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. Ooh. It mm. means treating drunk drivers who barrel into pedestrians just like drivers who suffer from a sudden heart attack and veer out of their lane. Quote, the world is really screwed up and made much, much more unfair by the fact that we reward people and punish people for things they have no control over, Splotsky said. We've got no free will. Stop attributing stuff to us that isn't there. It sounds I don't know. This
2: It this, sounds like he's making an excuse for shit. Like he's gonna yeah. punch somebody and be like, sorry, I can't I'm not in control of my actions.
0: Yeah, this sounds like flavored nihilism. Splosky mm. and MacArthur
1: genius grant winner is extremely aware that this is an out there position. Most neuroscientists believe that humans have at least some degree of free will. So do most philosophers and the vast majority of the general population. Free will is an essential is essential to how we see ourselves fueling the satisfaction of achievement or the shame of fa- failing to do the right thing.
2: It'd be like me going into a museum and knocking over every single thing and saying free will is an illusion. <laughs>
1: I'm doing this because reasons. Saying that people have no free will is a great way to start an argument. This is why Sklowski, who described himself as majorly averse to interpersonal conflict, put off writing his new book, Determined (laughs) a Science of Life Without Free Will.
0: I have written this book and you will never see me again. (laughs) <laughs> I'm really, really trying not to sound like a combative
1: jerk in the book. He said, I deal with human complexities by going and living in a tent. So, yeah, I'm not up for a lot of brawl about this. I, this guy sounds a bit
0: like a kook. Well, but, I mean, I I'm, understand the philosophical, philosophical point he's coming from. Well, so, I mean... I'd read the book. I'd read it. Let's see.
1: So, uh... The book breaks down the neurochemical influences that contribute to human behaviors, analyzing the milliseconds to centuries preceding, say, the pulling of a trigger or the suggestive touch of an arm. Determine goes a step further. If it's impossible for any single neuron or any single brain to act without influence from factors beyond its control, Saplasky argues, there could be no logical room for free will. Hmm. So, I mean, so you are a collection of all your memories and everything
0: and experience. And experiences. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And that pretty much determines your reaction to things. So in a way I can kind of see it. Well,
0: yeah, I, that's also but, like, I kind of understand what he's getting at in that, mm-hmm. like your response is like kind of conditioned already due to your we're, experience. Is that what you're getting at, Mike? Yes.
2: Yeah. 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 I think we're more on autopilot than we care to admit, yeah. but I don't think we're completely on autopilot. You know what I mean?
0: I do. We've. I've seen some people in the last couple well, of weeks that are on like,
2: autopilot. We're on neurological cruise control.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. Okay. And, and I think it also
1: probably more, the more people, it more is true for people that don't you know, question themselves and, you know, think, you know, think upon their actions. The
0: people that don't worry
1: about shit like this. The people that don't have inner monologues. Yeah. Oh, God damn it. Um,
0: Praise Jesus.
1: I mean, yeah, there's, I don't know. I. The human brain is a scary thing. Oh, yeah. Like, like the more we learn, the more we know we don't know. Um, I think I've, I've told the story before too. Like there's a friend of a friend who after, you know, getting COVID his whole like personality changed, Mm. like it just flipped. Like he went from being, you know, kind of, you know, a typical it nerd guy to wanting to, you know, farm and raise chickens and live off the grid.
0: Uh, Ah, yes.
1: And it's, it's no, that's not someone you're thinking of. Okay. But, uh, yeah, it's just kind of weird and scary how delicate our, what we consider ourselves is.
0: Sure. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I was just reading about that recently, uh, where a guy had a tumor, uh brain tumor. And when they removed it, it deactivated his ability, uh, to like experience emotion. And like Oof. it, Basically, you know how you can logically think, well, I guess I need to go to work to pay for food and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, he did that, but without emotion, he didn't have the carrot on the stick dangling in front of him to do anything. And his life completely fell apart, and it took like 15 years for them to figure out how important emotion is for your motivation.
1: Really? I mean, so so he couldn't logic himself to like no. go to work.
0: I no, think- he he got No emotional, uh, like, well, okay. So I guess reward for doing anything. So there was no point in doing anything. I guess that makes sense. And, and I was, I was blown
1: away by that. So no matter how much you hate work, you also hate the idea of going hungry and being homeless more than that.
0: Yeah. They also
1: in, you know, the, the joy, little joys you get of, you know, spending the money on things.
0: Yeah. Like he gleefully, well, not gleefully because of yeah. the thing, mm. but he just sat there and pleasantly explained every decision he had made in the last 15 years that led to the divorce. His children never wanting to see him again, losing his job, uh, losing his money and just, and sitting at home watching family feud all the time. And, he, and they were like, D- well, why? It's like I don't know.
1: So, hmm. so that, so what I'm hearing is that apparently the Vulcans are bullshit.
0: Yeah, there's, there's, well, and again, the Vulcans well, do experience okay. emotion, I, no, they but tried, they, they do have, have to tamp it down because they're so intense. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, no, it, it's, it's well, really interesting.
1: I mean, I mean, I guess there are still you know biological imperatives that would drive. Oh,
0: him. I mean, you know, yeah, he gets up and goes takes a shit. But eats,
1: but if he like you know lost everything, I guess he'd just be like an animal rummaging in the garbage.
0: Yeah, and he'd be fine I don't with know. it.
1: That that does that seems a little. I don't know. He was seems he was lo- completely
0: homeless, and the yeah. only reason he has anything is because his brother took him in. It's really fascinating. Wild, I'll have to dig wild. that. I think I'll have to dig that up and and like send you a link to it because you'd probably be really interested.
1: I don't know. That that seems like there's also something else other than just the lack of, you know, emotion there.
0: There may be, and I didn't I I haven't finished the book yet and it keeps going back to that story. But like when I finish the book, I'll let you know. Because because I, I have the feeling that,
1: you know, a feeling, but I have a feeling <laughs> that, you know, without emotion you could kind of obviously your life would never be the same and you know you would definitely live it a different way but i just don't think i would well i guess if you don't hate anything you don't hate being you don't out on the street or
0: love it. yeah no you're just like eh, this is fine it's basically you're. this is fine dog uh,
1: that's mm. just so weird that it, it i is, want to think
0: i would like
1: want to at least you know be in a think being a house you know, and you know but then i'm like but well, that's a want that's an emotion yeah and so well, Mike, let wanting... me put it to you like
0: this my uh my drive to do things dropped off real bad on the vinla. i guess it was vinla. it was one of the medications i was on it deadened my emotion so much i just started going i don't really want to get out of bed there's no reason for it Mm-hmm. And I kinda understand it. Like I don't relate completely, but like I can see the connection made there.
1: And, and, and it's just I don't know, it's just one of those things you have to wrap your head around. Oh, realize, it's a it's a mind realize, blowing thing. Yeah. To realize well, all and, that I guess you would wouldn't even want to go take a shit because, you know, not shitting yourself is an emotion. Well and, not and there's there's, there's I I think there's pants.
2: historical historical precedent for this too, because you you read about those people in history who just kinda like just drop off and you know, uh, so yeah. yeah, no, that's, that's fascinating.
0: Yeah. yeah. it's funny you brought this up because I, I just read that like a week ago about this dude. So, uh, yeah, I'll see if I can dig up that article and send it to both of you and you can read it and, or information yeah. on I'll send it to both of y'all. So you can read I,
2: it. I, I'm also kind of curious about that book too. Um, uh,
0: it's actually about learning to have hope again. It's called, uh, everything is fucked.
2: Oh, I, I was talking about. Oh, th- that book sounds interesting. But I was also talking about the book that was in Mike's article.
1: Oh, the, right, the, yeah, uh, that one. Yeah, I was, sorry, I was going to paste it anyway. But in the weekend weird talk, I put the uh, actual article I was reading from instead of the slash dot where I got it from. Okay, okay cool. Mm-hmm. Um. So I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna end it though with the uh, the last line of the uh, the story, which seems shit's fucked, yo. Yeah. <laughs> There's only one last thread he can't resolve. Quote, it's logically indefensible, ludicrous, meaningless to believe that something good can happen to a machine, he writes. Nonetheless, I'm certain that it is good if people feel less pain and more happiness. So even though... feels
2: this, like a conversation I've had with Kevin at some point. Yeah,
0: y- yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. you know. <laughs> Jesus. Wow, this is this guy. So this get deep, and
1: so I mean this this guy could be you know, attributing things. It's it's also sounds mm-hmm. a lot like some of these people that you know swear up and down that the uh, AI they've interacted with are is real are well, now are you know, are, uh, you know actually. I swear to God,
0: it's Carla Johansson, well, like, like not, our top hat friend. Who was yeah Google. him yeah
1: the Google guy? You oh, know, that saying guy. that they're actually like you know super complex and you know have emotions. They're they're basically real in every way except for not being human. And, and they I just want to fuck it. They're 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 kind of seeing good data, but like attributing their own biases to it. And I think yes. this guy he he's kind of predisposed to seeing you know human as kind of a very complex machine, which I do too. Um, but there's know, more to us than that I, I could just just the fact that I feel things makes me think there's more to it than i know there's i know it's all chemistry and you know electrical impulses but it there are things that are greater than the sum of their parts
3: yeah
2: yeah yeah like, like it, a pinball I, machine. I, I, I still think yeah that it's very much the situation where we're on our autopilot a lot more than we care to admit but we always have that ability to take control
0: yeah. this this definitely reminds me of that scientist that said that uh consciousness is an illusion i'm like yes but if consciousness is an illusion and we think we we only think we're conscious doesn't that what's the difference between thinking you're conscious and being conscious
1: well an illusion can be you know, a reality, I mean, look at the, uh, what is it? Uh, the holographic theory of the uh, universe. universe that yeah. Man? There
0: were a projection from two. Yeah.
1: From a, yeah. A lower, we're up where we're a dimensional eight. projection of a like lower dimensional. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it did. It, so what it's, I mean, it, we're, we're
0: still here. I mean, if nothing's if, changed.
1: You know, consciousness may, uh, At some point, you get to such a high-fidelity simulation that it might as well be the real thing, I guess.
0: Mm. It's virtually
1: indistinguishable from the real thing.
0: You know what? And you did just remind me the one reason I know we're not actually in the Matrix is because it's not 1999 still. No,
1: they they decided to take the experiment in another direction. Oh, wow. Well, well, it
0: it fucking sucks. They need a reset. No, no. They're trying Mm -hmm. to see how
1: shitty it can get.
0: Oh, God.
1: Before we just, like, you know, all decide. Run
0: harambe.exe. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, well, let's, let's see what happens if someone fucking shoots a gorilla. Uh, uh, so, well, that, that spawned some really interesting discussion there, Mike. Thank you yeah, for that. Mm-hmm. No problem. Um, so I got one that's uh, sort of borderline existential dread. Mm-hmm. I got this one from r slash uh, discordianism. Uh, And the reason is because the article's image shows a section of space with arrows pointing out from the center. It's the goddamn chaos masturbation sigil. (coughs) Uh, But this is from sciencealert.com. Article by Michelle Starr. Came out December 5th. Hmm. Article is called, Earth Might Be Sitting in a Massive Supervoid in Space. Okay. When we gaze out into the cosmos, beyond the borders of the Milky Way, we behold multitudes. Space is teeming with galaxies, speckled across the darkness like stars. If we stopped there, it would be easy to assume that the distribution of galaxies is more or less even throughout space-time. But there's some method to the madness, rather than wheelie... Uh, Wheeling freely about, galaxies tend to concentrate into clusters and clumps and filaments of the cosmic web, attracted by mutual gravity, into matter highways, superhighways, and nodes. The inverse of that is voids, regions of significantly lower density with relatively few galaxies. A growing body of evidence suggests that the Milky Way galaxy is drifting on the edge of one of these voids, in its own little corner of the universe, a bubble of space known rather obviously as the local void. Hmm. Previous measurements have put the size of the void at around, at around 60 megaparsecs in size, around 200 million light years. But that's only part of the picture. The local void may be engulfed by a far larger underdensity, some 600 megaparsecs across, known as the local hole, <laughs> or the Keenan Barger Cowie Supervoid. The supervoid is a big problem because, according to the standard model of cosmology, matter is more or less evenly distributed throughout the universe. This standard model can't account for such an enormous under-density. But now a new study led by astrophysicist Sergei Mazarenko of the University of Bonn, which, never heard of that, has found that just maybe the local hole could solve a problem. That of the Hubble tension, an inability to resolve different measurements of the speed at which the universe is expanding. We just need to find a way to work around the standard model. The rate at which the universe is expanding is known as the Hubble constant, or H0. Mike, any of this sounding familiar so far? Yeah. Okay, great. Because not to me. (laughs) We don't know exactly what the rate is for the Hubble constant, because different ways of measuring it return different results. One way is to look at relics of the early universe, like the Big Bang's leftover light in the cosmic microwave background, or acoustic waves, uh, waves frozen in time. This gives us gives us a rate of around 67 kilometers. That's 42 miles. Mm. 42 per mm. second per megaparsec. Another way is to measure the distance to more recent, closer objects with known brightness such as a type, what is that, a type Ia supernovae, or... Type 1a. 1a. Okay, well, it's, it's hard to say with this uh, font. Super- probably Ooh. might be a Roman numeral one. Sure. Such as type 1a supernovae, or Cepheid variable stars. This gives a rate of around 73 kilometers per second per megaparsec. Quote... The universe, therefore, appears to be expanding faster in our vicinity, that is, up to a distance of around 3 billion light years, than in, it, than in its entirety, says astrophysicist Pavel Krupa of the University of Bonn. And that shouldn't really be the case. Hmm. Uh, so, yeah, basically, you know? there's a paper, and uh, we're in a big-ass uh, big hole in the universe. Wouldn't that be wild if we're growing in, like,
2: the cosmic cancer of the universe? Oh. Like, it's growing much more uh, rapidly than everything else, because we're basically, like, living in the Cancer-verse.
0: That would suck. Uh, See, me and Mike had this thing we've talked about before, that the idea that the Big Bang is actually a series of Big Bangs, like, Mm -hmm. sections of the universe are continually being created uh, throughout history, Mm -hmm. and... I'm thinking maybe the reason it's a void is because this section of the universe blew everything out of it.
1: Well, and, so I would say, I mean, and this article didn't seem mm-hmm. to say if there's similar voids around other galaxies, I think it, uh, well, it I don't know. I don't know. It, it doesn't say in the article, it could depend on the galaxy. Cause if you think about it, if in the beginning of the, there was basically the universe was a, you know, even sea of you know energy right right but as it collapsed down it got denser you know clumps it started just clumping but you think about it it's like obviously if you know if it was even at one point and it all started collapsing down into our galaxy well, that would leave everything around it
0: as sure you know yeah, empty. no, that don't, that crossed my mind as well, the fact that it's because everything clumped together into the galaxies and, and clusters and stuff.
1: I would assume, I mean, uh, that other galaxies would have, maybe not as big of uh, voids around it, but mm-hmm. it would have similar voids around it.
0: Right. And that makes
1: sense. Yeah. I that, just dude, think It's just interesting, right. man. Just...
0: Yeah, I just think it's interesting that we may be in a hole we're it's that damn bog down in the valley o We're the we're the flea on the flea on the flea on the feather and the feather on the wing and the wing on the bird and the bird and the egg and the egg and the nest and the nest on the twig and the twig on the branch and the branch on the limb and the limb on the tree and the tree and the hole and the hole and the bog and the bog down in the valley o Okay.
1: Thank you. Rattling bog man.
0: I yeah the rat yeah wow boy
1: you want you want to count backwards
0: nope. uh, from 20
1: doing only odds and evens
0: nope nope i i'm kinda proud of myself for remembering that chain and mm-hmm. uh i'm gonna shut up now <laughs> but no i think it's really interesting uh stuff like this i love the idea of like sections of the universe where there's even less than nothing that we normally mm-hmm. expect
2: well, we heard you like void, so we put a void in your void.
0: Yes, <laughs> we're a void in a void, and that's kind of fucked up. Mm. So I don't know. It's it's an interesting thing, and I don't know. We we're not professionals. Yeah, Our sure. theories may be as valid as what they have. I'm, I'm
1: sure smarter people have have a, have theories about why this is, and you know why the uh the 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 constant is different yeah measured differently well
0: there's there's a paper on it written in twenty twenty that's under peer review, so yeah. you know mm. it's it's we and the other thing is being the universe, I don't guess we're ever really gonna have a satisfactory answer of why this is, but you mm. know it's neat to know,
2: oh yeah for sure.
0: So yeah, that's, that's my first article. And uh, now that that's done, before we go into our second bunch of stuff, we're going to take a quick break, and uh, we will be right back after this. Hi, everyone. This is Kevin from Supernatural Selection. Are you an independent creator? Do you have a webcomic or an Etsy store? Do you 3D print things? Or are you just looking to get some word out for your Discordian cabal with uh, social terrorism? Well, we'd love to help. And David, I believe you've got some details about how we can help.
2: Why, certainly. If you go to SupernaturalSelectionPod.com contact, that is SupernaturalSelectionPod.com contact, you can learn how to
0: advertise with us. That's right. I believe the rate is $2 per episode. You can't beat that with a stick. Yeah, I mean, trust me, we've tried. Yeah, that's cheap. That's literally cheaper than dirt.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. And best of all, if you're not sure how to write an ad, we'll do it for you. We'll even record it.
0: Absolutely. Just let us know what you need in the ad, and we'll be happy to do that for you.
2: And again, that URL is supernaturalselectionpod.com slash contact.
0: And now back to the show. And we're back. And we are going to start right back up with our next set of stories. David, do you have a story? Uh no, I
2: do not have a story. <laughs> I have something else you, for us. Yeah,
0: you've got something uh we'll we'll do at the end. Um mm-hmm. Mike, do you want to do your second story? All righty then.
1: So, in mushroom news, Woo! as of uh, just Tuesday, design from Gizmodo, designer shrooms could be coming as scientists unlock genetics of magic mushrooms. Oh, hell. The findings could help researchers develop mushrooms with unique psychedelic compounds. Hell yeah. Researchers in Australia have uh, analyzed the genomes for over 100 commercial and wild-grown varieties of Psilocybe cubensis, a psychoactive fungi known as the magic mushroom. Mm. The findings may eventually help growers develop, quote, designer shrooms that have their own unique health benefits, the team says. Psychedelic mushrooms have been used by humans for a long time, possibly for thousands of years. The main ingredient in these mushrooms that affects our brain is called psilocybin. Mm -hmm. Although there are many psilocybin-containing mushrooms... Psilocybe cubensis is the most common commercially grown species nowadays psilocybin is of course taken recreationally if illegally in many places for its euphoric and disassociative effects but in recent years it started to receive a lot more attention for its potential health applications studies have found that psilocybin used in combination with psychotherapy may help people struggling with depression, substance use problems, and post-traumatic stress disorder who haven't responded to other options.
0: I've thought about
1: trying this. The first phase three trials of psilocybin for depression begin this year and are expected to yield results as early as mid-2024. While it will take time to confirm the medic- medicinal benefit of psilocybin-assisted therapy and large-scale research, There are plenty of people who have already people already using magic mushrooms for any number of reasons. Researchers at the University of Queensland, Australia, wanted to better understand the many naturally grown or cultivated varieties of P. Cubensis out there today and how our domestication of these fungi has changed its evolutionary journey. Aided by members of an underground community of magic mushroom growers, <laughs> <laughs> the, the team ultimately collected samples from 122 varieties of P. cubensis, including 86 commercial cultivars and 38 varieties locally grown wild in Australia. They then sequenced and compounded the genetic, genetics of these varieties. Their results were published Monday in the journal Current Biology.
0: That's interesting, and it's funny, again, I was just reading a book, I read Robert Evans' A Brief History of Vice, and he does a lot mm-hmm. of talking about psilocybin and mushrooms, and yeah. also their use in psychotherapy, so.
2: You know, and, like, like this is good news, I love this, I think this is a good thing. Also, like, I know Paul Stamets is involved with this somehow. That
0: <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> He's Look, always involved here's the thing. I'm a little concerned about doing it myself because I'm like, this will certainly activate my psychosis.
2: I have to be careful about what I say. Um,
0: yeah no but, no we um, no but yeah, I'm sure like, you, you, you know someone be, that has had experience. Yeah,
2: you you want to be careful with that because uh, if you're not in the right frame of mind for it, well, what, um, what, you, you may be oh, up until four yeah. in the morning watching how it's made, wondering how how is this possible?
1: Why are they doing this? <laughs> well, what, why would you? Why
0: would it just God allow this to happen?
1: Well, what Kevin would have been doing was microdosing, which yes, would not Yes, this happened. is completely different thing. Yeah now yeah. i, I know
0: psychoactive uh now i know a guy that mm-hmm. uh did mushrooms one time and he just sat there staring with this look on his face and one of my friends said hey man y'all right i want to kill everyone that's ever heard me i was like you can't christ. you can't have any more
3: jesus
2: christ
0: Yeah
1: yeah
2: um- yeah um Like there's definitely value in this, and like all the studies going into it, that's great. Keep them coming.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, definitely.
1: The team found that commercial cultivars contain much less genetic diversity than their wild counterparts, which often happen to, which often happens to living things that become domesticated. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like Like bananas. bananas Jinx, show me a coke. Well, I don't know. In some ways, it probably can become more because, you know, look at. You know, we took the cat and the dog, and we ran those fuckers in a way different, you know. Oh yeah, areas.
0: We took we took wolves and turned but, them into smash faced pugs.
1: But I can see that happening for more, you know, pedestrian things like you know mm-hmm. corn or stuff,
0: right? Super
1: corn. Oh, and that brings up a point I wanted to talk about with a uh, previous thing with the uh, the dinosaurs and stuff. And this, um, commit one other scary thing about the dinosaurs and could be with this is imagine like some company going all Monsanto on, uh,
0: we own dinosaurs. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. They all, they own all, you know, dinosaurs, or if, you know, (laughs) for, uh, extinct species, you know, Mm -hmm. they're like, they, they genetic make it. Okay. Yeah. We'll make all these, uh, species for you. They can't, they can't read. So you have to come back to us for more.
2: Yeah, no, That's Pepsi's what they're gonna doing patent with the seeds. dodo. Pepsi's gonna patent the dodo for a KFC. Yeah.
1: God damn it. But no, Monsanto's done that with us with some seeds that the seeds oh, can't yeah. can't grow plants after or they, no, the plants that the seeds grow can't make new seeds.
0: So you have to So you have to continually buy, their buy their seed.
1: the seeds from them.
0: Mm-hmm. God damn it. Fucking dystopian so,
1: so, shit. it'd so be like the sorus has no sperm, so therefore... And,
2: and that's why you are morally obligated to bomb a Monsanto truck when you see one yes.
0: We in no way encourage you to do this. We're just saying that if you did it... Philosophically. We philosophically, we wouldn't disagree with your doing it, but we cannot encourage you to do it. Do it. God damn it, David. I'm trying to cover <laughs> no, no, her don't, asses don't, here. Don't,
2: don't, don't bomb Monsanto trucks. What you do is you... No, I'm not going to...
0: D- don't bomb Monsanto trucks until way after you've heard this. No. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, no. And it, but, if
2: anyone asks where you heard it from, you didn't.
0: You know what? Just fucking do mushrooms. Yeah. Oh, Just oh, fucking do um, mushrooms. A little bit
1: Round out the story, magic mushrooms are the cheapest source of psilocybin and may fill a niche in natural drug development, McTagg- McTaggart said. There's yet to be more understand. There is yet more to understand about how magic mushrooms produce other compounds that may impact a psilocybin experience, and this will be an exciting area of research to watch unfold.
0: Oh, I'm sure. You know, the psilocybin
2: experience sounds like a uh, hippie band.
0: Yeah. What it does. So funny thing, one thing Robert Evans brought up in his book that uh there's some evidence of is that the whole reason we have religion is, as humans is because of psilocybin.
2: Yeah, that's part of the cuz I was going to do that episode on like the uh magic mushroom and like human thought and consciousness and that oh, sort of thing and I just We're going to yeah. do it.
0: But yeah. yeah it, just know that Robert Evans has trod that path. So
2: <laughs> yeah yeah no i i you know but also like he recently did a thing where he mentioned lord byron and he got like the authorship of the vampire completely wrong so i was like ha
0: son of a bitch
2: <laughs> yeah yeah yeah
0: son. yeah well you know it's like when last podcast covered something we covered and we did a better job
2: oh shit shots fired
0: shots have been fired parks Uh, Well, Mike, thank you for that. I'm glad we had some mushroom stuff. It's been a little bit. Yeah. Yeah.
2: No, and I I really, this is one of those, like, we've dealt with some depressing things tonight so far, but like, this is like an optimistic thing. It is. is Hey, it made us depressed,
0: and then we talked about a treatment.
2: Yeah, a little nice button of good news for us.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Well, I got something silly. But mm-hmm. sorry, Ooh, Mike. Go way. ahead. You were going to say something.
1: Oh, um just kicked over that cow pad of sunshine.
0: We did. Mm-hmm. Exposed found the mushrooms, mushrooms underneath. Yeah. Yep. Put on your shit kickers and kick some shit. So,
1: oh, is that what that song was about?
0: Yeah, actually, it's about mushroom hunting. Paul uh had a pair of shit kickers for going out to Raymond. Mm. Anyway, so this one's a fun one. It's from the New York Post. <laughs> December seventh, twenty twenty three. Article by Alex Oliveria. Okay. Woman shot in butt after sliding into MRI machine with loaded firearm.
1: <laughs> yeah, I saw, I saw this news story elsewhere, and I thought it was <laughs> fucking hilarious.
0: Yep, yep. I I mean this this sounds like a Florida man story. It, it's even worse. Yep. Who said being confined in a loud, claustrophobic metal tube couldn't be a blast? Fuck you, New York (laughs) Post, you sons of bitches, you hack sons of bitches. Sorry, I didn't vet the article completely, so that, that came out of left field on me. An unidentified Wisconsin woman, which I thought it was Florida, was left with an extra pair of holes in her butt, After she (laughs) took a loaded firearm into an MRI machine during a doctor's visit back in June. Food and Drug Administration records show. (sighs) The 57-year-old woman had a handgun concealed on her person as she was slid into the MRI's bore. But when the machine's powerful magnets were engaged, the metal trigger tripped, and the gun discharged. Quote, Patient received a gunshot wound in the right buttock. A use of a use a device problem. Oh yeah, a use of device problem was report was submitted by the woman's insurance company to the FDA. <clears throat> My god. The patient was examined by a physician at the site who described the entry and exit holes as very small and superficial, only penetrating subcutaneous tissue. But after getting shot in the butt, the woman was hospitalized and her wounds were treated. She went on to make a full recovery, the report noted. It is unclear how the woman was able to bring a weapon into the MRI room. Um,
1: It's not like they patch you down or anything.
0: Well, it is Wisconsin.
2: She, Why did she feel the need to bring the gun with her to the doctor's office?
0: Keep the demons like, out.
2: Like, like um, is is, it, is she on, like, a bad part of town? What's going on here?
0: I don't, I don't know. She underwent a routine screening for metal objects and said she had none on her before entering, the report
1: noted. That's the thing that gets me, is that they specifically ask, do you have any metal objects on you? And she said no.
0: Maybe she thought guns weren't metal. Guns Maybe are made she- of Jesus blood. Maybe
1: she doesn't know what metal actually is and thinks it's actually a form of cheese. Oh, you mean
0: like Batman doesn't know what
2: lethal is? (laughs) Do do, do you have any metal on you? Oh, no, I didn't serve.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. So MRIs, magnetic resonance imaging machines, use magnetic fields generated by extremely powerful magnets to create images of the inside of a human body. Their magnets are so powerful that patients are required to remove all metal from their bodies, you dumb bitch. And every (laughs) item entering the machine rooms are carefully monitored to keep ordinary objects from becoming dangerous projectiles. Unless you have a fucking gun, apparently. Despite precautions, accidents caused by MRI machines are far from unheard of. As recently as October, a nurse at a San Francisco hospital suffered crushing injuries after she became trapped between an MRI and a hospital bed, violently drawn into the machine. Jesus Christ! In January, a Brazilian lawyer was killed at a Sao Paulo hospital after a handgun he was carrying in his waistband was ripped from his pants and discharged into his fucking stomach. Goddamn... What? Just leave it at fucking home, or in the car,
1: I mean, something. Was, you know, maybe I'm, they
2: maybe they had a duel they had to go to afterwards.
1: I don't know. Who, man? And here's the thing: don't they like put you in a fucking gown?
0: No, or they don't. No. no, not always. They tell you to take your belt off and take change out of your pockets. Okay. And I guess she was like, "Well, that don't count my gun." But I mean, I've had. You ever had an MRI? No. Either of you? Nope. Uh, no,
2: my my I take my dad to get MRIs, uh, you know, cause some health issues. But it's one of those things where, like, the only reason he would be in a gown is that he was already admitted to the hospital. Right. Otherwise, right. he's just wearing his clothes. Okay, yeah.
1: So I was just, you know. So I guess that's just a pop culture thing. Yeah. Know, even if it's just a outpatient MRI, you know. Yeah. Seem to be always in a gown because it's, I guess, yeah. the doctor's office.
0: Well, I was when I got my MRI done. Uh, Well, I had a couple, you know, because I had that big-ass infection in my fucking head. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm laying there with my eyes closed, and you can see the magnet go by with your eyes closed.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know what the magnet's doing, right? It's shooting
0: stuff at your head?
1: No, it's it's such a big magnetic field that it actually causes all the uh, water molecules in your body to orient and follow the magnetic field oh wow that's pretty badass when they turn the mag actually it's when they turn the magnetic field off that they get the uh signals so as the water molecules spin back to their normal orientation it releases a little bit of energy which can be detected by the machine
0: interesting
2: are you telling me the magic metal moves the body's water
1: yes
0: well, see, more you of- just said the most alchemical statement we've ever said on this show, and that's after Nostradamus.
1: But you can think of it as like a compass needle. Yeah, your, yeah your no, I get it. like little compass needles. They-
2: God, you know Here's the question. What if you have fillings?
0: Oh, oh, they, you, you, they're, they're, mm, I don't know. I don't know what they do, but. I mean, I'm
1: sure, look. Unless it's wearing
0: non-magnetic fillings.
1: Well, so and, anything is magnetic with a strong enough field that's the premise that mris use um
0: i'm assuming smaller
1: objects because you think about it an ob a metal object uh being attracted to magnets or vice versa is also dependent on how big the object is the bigger the object the more you know magnetic flux it can like grab onto right so like because if they're letting you wear your jeans, your jeans have buttons on them. They're That's not like true. flying off, unless and, they are. And you know, fillings, and implants too. You know, they. I've never seen anyone say you know you can't get an MRI because you have you know, <laughs> implants. Oh man, one of our, so our
0: managers. I'm, can you imagine him getting an MRI? Just yeah. rips his hip out.
1: I'm so I'm guessing that you know they're not mag one not magnetic enough cause, because you know mm. steel is the most magnetically like sensitive attractive most magnetically attractive metal there is and most of your stuff is not made like your fillings or some kind of like amalgam metal that's a lot of like yeah. tin and things like that right so not but as your magnetic but, yeah your buttons are like usually zinc or you know copper yeah. or something like that so yeah this you stuff know is- who i feel bad for
0: hmm. who wolverine Oh, he's right. dead. Well, adamantium, <laughs> might not be
2: adamantium. It's just like that. That
0: like, I don't know. Magneto
2: man... pulls the adamantium
0: out of his. Yeah, skin. Magneto could manipulate yeah. the adamantium. So, but, uh, but he could do that with any metal. Well, so could MRI. Yeah, mm. but
1: you know. You know, it's not like Wolverine has iron bones. That would be. Oh like no! The they they
2: literally thing. surgically grafted the adamantium to his skeleton. Like they his skeleton oh, yeah, is bones wrapped in adamantium. Well,
1: yeah, but right. it's not it iron. iron now. I, I'm just saying it's not iron though. Adamantium might be like titanium in that it's you know slightly magnetic, but hey, not... if it works for Magneto, yeah. Well, that's but I'm like,
2: saying Magneto
0: I, I, is... Magneto, Magneto is, can supercharge the Magneto.
2: I, I, I don't know, because I'm thinking about... Because I, I had, like, X-Men trading cards, right? And there's just, like, this really gru- like gruesome one of Wolverine, and you just see, like, Magneto ripping, like, globs of
1: metal oh, yeah. out
0: of Oh, there. yeah, no, I've but, seen it. It's coming out of his nose, yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Fuck.
0: That's fucked up then shit, again, yo.
1: Then again, I think it's a uh, failing on both Magneto and... Or even via V-Magneto, the Riders faults of not thinking about the fact that why isn't magneto pulling like the iron out of people's blood
0: they did that he does that
1: yeah he does do that though i guess he can control like
2: i I don't know like the specific electrons of specific metals or something to to grab them
0: i think it depends on who the fuck's writing it and how creative they are
2: dude we could do like an episode on like mutants. Um, oh,
0: that's a like, distraction whole episode where we oh just bitch about the Oh, no, we, we could totally do, like, mutants
2: as, like, science, like, what is the potential? We could totally do that, dude.
0: <clears throat> I want to is...
2: talk about the X-Men, it. Yeah,
0: okay, that's fair. But... Actually, I just watched a video about Pride of the X-Men. So
2: yeah, I, Secret Galaxy did yeah! that to me, too. Hell Fucking yeah. rules. <laughs> but yeah, is I mean... it
1: canon? Yeah. <laughs> But like mm. any with with enough magnetic field though anything yeah. can be magnetic.
0: Yeah, like the water and in I your think, fucking body. I think you know <laughs> Magneto
1: is just like like 200 goddamn MRIs glued together.
0: <laughs> it's just 30 <laughs> goddamn
1: MRIs. Want to want to hear another interesting thing I've learned about MRIs? Um, yes, I at do. Least especially older MRIs that required more uh, cooling is so something you don't really think about is the fact that MRIs are always on. It's not like... Yeah, they're know, magnets. Well, it's not just magnets. I mean, they're electromagnets, so they're not permanent yeah. magnets. But, because the older ones especially were uh, they're superconductor magnets, right? Mm-hmm. So they have to be cooled. And I think the current ones can get away with like liquid uh, helium or something like that. Uh-huh. The older ones were like liquid nitrogen. Oh, fuck. And they had to be kept a lot colder. Well, you had a situation which uh
0: is this a hospital version of Chernobyl? Sort of.
1: Oh fuck. It's not like it's not like dangerous because obviously these were like designed to do this, but you could have a superconducting quench, which is when basically the superconductor uh I'm trying to remember exactly what it means, but basically all the uh all your coolant boils off and just clouds of you know whatever you, in this case it was you know liquid nitrogen just you know blowing out everywhere. So it's just Jesus. nitrogen
0: at that point. But
1: yeah, it's it was a it was a issue
0: because it would Fuck. have like
1: you know you'd have the uh, MRI machine in the room, but then you'd have all this like apparatus you know outside. Like oh, you know, the big, the
0: actual coolant and stuff would yeah. be in another room,
1: right? And and then sometimes you'd have to do it on purpose, though, because well, you got to turn the thing off for servicing or decommissioning. So you would do a perp a uh, intentional quench where you just uh, desaturate the magnetic fields of the MRI machine. God, I'm apparently just, a very violent event. I'm just picturing
0: mm-hmm. a MRI tech going, "Hey, you want to see the elephant's foot? <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
2: just go to get an MRI, end up burning to death in nitrogen."
0: Oh, God. Jesus
1: Christ. Terminator 2-ing it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. God damn.
0: Jesus Christ. Uh, well. (laughs) Wow. Again, she got shot in the butt. Yeah. (laughs) Shot in the butt by magnets. (laughs) The Chuck (laughs) Jingle story. Shot in the butt by my own magnets. You don't need to take a gun to the
2: hospital. I'm just going to throw that out there.
0: That's that's the lesson. That's the takeaway. Just leave it in the car.
1: Yeah. Like... uh, yeah, yeah. Better, better not touch my ho hos.
0: God damn. <laughs> so, uh, David, you got a fun thing for us right now, don't you?
2: Yeah, you gentlemen, uh, go ahead and go and open up the link to the uh, quiz, Mike. Mm-hmm. It's um, in.
0: It's in uh, Weekend Weird Chat. Yeah. I've so got it pulled up
2: we 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 had talked about this during all them aliens um uh-huh. because i had brought up the 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 sexy cat people the
0: lyrians the from Lyrans. lyra
2: yeah so you know i i wanted to do a little quiz so we're we're going to take the quiz this is from uh lizroberta.com uh what type of starseed are you starseed quiz um i'm not making any judgments about the website it's just it's a nice little quiz
0: no it's um, it's perfectly fine woo mhm
2: yeah so um, I, I'll go ahead and read the little preamble and then we'll get into the questions. I and was what we'll hoping do is, you would. Yeah. Well, what we'll do is we'll take the, the questions together. We'll talk about our answers. And then at the end, hopefully all three of us are different star seeds. But anyway, this um, is going to be great. Finally realizing what kind of star seed you are can bring a sense of inner peace and belonging, or at least an aha moment where things start to make a little bit more sense. <laughs> As there are so many different constellations in the universe, there's probably an unlimited number of star seed varieties. Today, I'm only going to talk about a few of the main ones that I come across most often.
1: so so I, I had an aha moment once and it I was, everything was in black and white and you know kind of sketchy looking.
3: <laughs>
2: Take God on me! Damn it! There are many other known types of star seed I'm not going to mention here that might still apply to you, including draconian, venusian, martian, andromedan, polarian, hadarian, and agarthan, to name a few. few. Yeah,
0: I, I want to point out that venusian and martian—you know, the ones that don't fucking exist. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, you don't know that. Oh, are we ta- or, or are we talking about that thing where it's like they used to be there before the ecological disasters?
2: I don't know. Have you been to Mars lately? Have you seen them? Uh, have have you confirmed that there's no Martians on Mars?
0: I was there 3 days ago.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah. Um yep. <laughs> I also made a fun quiz to see what type of starseed you might be, but the most important thing of all is that you use your intuition and feel for the galactic family you're most drawn to. If you can't choose between more than one type, it can mean that you're a hybrid. For example, I'm a hybrid of a Pleiadian and a Syrians? Uh, Sy- Syrian. Syrians? Syrians? Syrian?
0: Yeah, no, it's it's Syrians. I'm just sitting yeah. here going, that's a country.
2: Right, right. So, are you ready? Are yeah. you?
0: Yeah, yeah, motherfucker.
2: All right, take the quiz and then read about the five most common types of star seed. Pleiadian, Orion, Arcturian, Syrian, and Lyran below. She right, didn't so,
0: even spell it the same.
1: Nope, there's C- Syrian with a Y, and then there's Syrian with an I. Syrian mm. is that like what uh, the Apple Assistant came from?
0: Siri. Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: an Okay, so, what physical features
2: best describe you?
0: Oh, hang on, I had to click the thing. Mm -hmm. All right, which physical features best describe you? Tall and slim with long arms and legs, a heart-shaped face and fair complexion. No. Darker skin tone with cool body temperature and low blood pressure. No. Colorful, piercing eyes which draw people in and often get compliments. Uh, no. Tattoos and piercings that you've collected over the years with a hippie or gothic aesthetic. Cat-like eyes, which are slightly upturned, um, uh, almond shape. Oh, I've never
1: none of them, so I don't count.
0: Uh, well, no, no, you got to pick something.
2: Choose, I I am going to go with colorful, piercing it's, eyes, which draw people in often and get compliments. That's what I was uh, going
0: to go with because I do get compliments on my eyes.
2: Yeah, and and also like my eyelashes tend to be complimented because I have like very. Pretty eyelashes. You get pretty eyes, boy. How 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 about you, Mike?
1: I like I said, none of these really like that is kind of the closest. But my eyes are kind of very narrow, so you can't. Most people can't tell that they're like blue. You've you've got Stephen Seagal eyes. (laughs) Yeah, I got I got I got little tiny little asshole eyes.
2: (laughs) Well, go ahead and pick that one, asshole (laughs) eyes. (laughs)
0: Oh my god, that nearly... (laughs) All right. David, you read the questions.
2: Okay. What do you feel your biggest mission on Earth is? Oh, fuck. All right. To To teach about love and light. No. To spread a spiritual message using technology. No. (laughs) Mm. To learn and understand as much as possible. Maybe. To save the planet and protect animals.
0: Oh, fuck this hellhole.
2: To be independent and fearlessly pursue your
0: dreams. Uh, you got dreams, right? Yeah, I'm going to go with that one, actually. Mike, have
1: Yeah, what do you got, Mike? Probably to learn and understand as much as possible. Okay,
0: cool. David?
2: You know, I I'm torn between those two. But I can do... Uh, no, I can't do both, can I?
0: No, 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 you can't.
2: Damn. Um, I think... I think I'll be independent and fearlessly pursue my dreams.
0: You and me are going to be the same thing.
2: Well, we'll find out. we right. still got, like, four more questions. Yep.
0: Question number three. What do you have a good eye for? All right. Yeah. Beauty,
2: femininity, and creativity. Hmm. Sacred Geometry, Maths, Science, and Systems. I feel
0: like those two are incompatible, but okay.
2: A good joke that is guaranteed to make your friends laugh.
0: Yep, there I am. Putting words
2: together to create beautiful piece of writing. Challenging authority and old-fashioned ideas.
0: I'm I'm always looking for a joke. Mike, David, how about y'all?
1: Hmm. Um, what do I have a good eye for?
0: You know it's sacred. You, actually, you're always looking at porn, so probably beauty, <laughs> femininity and creativity.
1: <laughs> I'm not looking at porn that often. I <laughs> know <laughs> it's a
0: joke. <laughs>
2: Uh, I I I'm gonna go with putting words together to create a beautiful piece of writing. I've never written anything beautiful, but I'd like to think I can do that. You're one a day.
0: talented writer, sir. I think you should go with that. Mike, you yeah. could go with that too. You wrote very well when you wrote.
1: I guess, yeah, it's the I don't know if I have an eye for challenging authority and old fashioned ideas. I mean I I, I don't know.
0: Well, here's a question. If if authority came up to you and you disagreed with it, would you throw a turd and a Pringle scan at them?
1: Probably not, because I know I'd get my, like... Okay. ...the turd pushed back into my mouth or something.
0: All right. Well, well that's not you, then. <laughs> I mean, I have an
1: eye for it. I'm just not doing it, like... Okay. All right. Well, I'm going I'm with the joke. Go with the word thing. <laughs> the okay. word right. thing.
2: <laughs> the word thing. Okay. Which problem do you encounter most often? Being a people pleaser to make others around you happy. People thinking you're arrogant because you are guarded. Hmm. Not being able to express emotions properly, and this affects your relationships. People not understanding you because you're unique, quiet, and different finding it hard to fit into a group because of your opinions and fierce independence.
1: Well, I guess I know which one is me.
0: Which one's that? The
1: people not understanding you because you're, I don't know about unique, but quiet and different.
0: Okay. Well, I'm doing being a people pleaser to make others around you happy because, like, that is actually a problem I have. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm right there with you. Raising, That's me too. The way I was raised. I, I hate seeing... I, I, and it's not a good thing. It's not like, oh, I want to help people. It's more of, please don't hate me.
2: Well, and and here's the thing that's upsetting about this. I know that like a week from now, my wife is going to listen to this. She's going to pause the episode and she's going to come out in the living room and say, yes, you are a people pleaser. Always try to make people happy because that is a big issue that I have. Yep. So I'm just, I, I know that I'm going to be hearing about this next week.
0: <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Yeah. Well, we made our selections. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, right. Okay. Oh, so, God.
0: This one's visual. This is perfect for podcasting. And, yeah, and,
2: yeah. So I'm, I'm going to have you guys describe the visuals, but oh, okay. which image are
1: you most drawn to? If we haven't already, I'll click the cat. We're lying.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that I can't do that. But the first one is just like, I guess it's supposed to be like mountains lands, and hills a, and shit. But, salmon
1: on pink on lavender landscape
0: it basically looks like a close-up of tuna meat yes. um next is what i can only describe as what they called sacred geometry yeah. it's mm. like it looks sort of like the, the uh, kabbalah or the tree of life like or
1: galaxy with like evangelion sigils posted on top of it
0: yeah Ooh. actually uh that basically it's leading to third impact so okay. uh, <laughs> C is a, a dolphin. Just a fucking dolphin jumping out of the f- water. Yeah, it's no, dolphin. it's a dolphin. Of course it's a dolphin. Fucking <coughs> in- rapist. Fucking indigo children, <coughs> motherfuckers. <coughs> I'm a rapist. <coughs> okay, thank Jesus you, raping Christ. dolphin. Jeez. Uh D is a oh God. Okay. Tarot card, magic book. Sage. Yeah, it says moon Sage. magic
1: specifically. Oh,
0: yeah. Rocks, crystals. Woo. It's
1: woo. D is just woo
0: it's woo it's just a ton of woo and no, no offense to anybody that's into this i it's just it's what we would describe as woo um and he is just a black cat
1: cat up to click
0: cat okay I'm yeah. actually going for the sacred geometry because that like really kind of draws me like I yeah. can't look away from that one
2: I'm probably gonna go with the cat
0: Okay, yeah. that's fine. That's fine. It and I'm glad because we're all not choosing the same thing. I'm, okay. I'm looking
1: disappointedly at Kevin for not selecting Cat. Hey, hey, mm-hmm.
0: I can't help it. Team Cat
1: best yeah, team. Yeah, okay, great. Fuck both of y'all then.
2: <laughs> all right, here here we go. Next question. Which situation would you hate to find yourself in?
1: What if it's all of them? What if what if what? it's what if it's taking a uh, star child quiz, sarcastic quiz. <laughs>
2: Okay, with a group of dominant people who have strong opinions. And stronger whips. Ooh. Being managed by others and having to work with their existing systems. Because it's all broken. With a group of highly emotional people where you're expected to talk about your feelings and cry in public.
1: Because you're a manly man and can't cry.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Having to be the same as everyone else, living a regular, normal life called The Suburbs. That's the goal. Not being allowed to express your own opinion. That's just, you
1: know, I don't know.
0: You know what? I hate to say it, probably with a group of dominant people who have strong opinions.
1: Mm. I
2: it's- would go with not being allowed to express your own opinion. I, I, If I don't have an outlet to say
1: what I truly think, I think I would freak out.
0: How about you, Mike? Um.
1: Let me see. Let me go... I I I think I do okay with dominant people with strong opinions. Like, well, yeah,
0: you we, you hang out with some of them,
1: um. So that's not a problem. Being managed by others and having to work within their existing system—that's that's, that's called work. Yeah, I mean, structure, you know, kind of helps me sometimes. So you know, whatever. With a group of highly emotional people who are expected to talk about your feelings and cry in public. Um that seems a little uncomfortable, but because I'm not a you know, a super sherry person, especially with people I don't know. Sure. Um having to be the same as everyone else living a regular normal life. Well, that's that seems like very like long term then. Like the others are
0: <clears throat> like in the situation yeah. and that's more of the rest of your life.
1: Yeah. Like, so that's kind of weird. But not being allowed to express your own opinion—that would suck. So it's kind of the last two. Um, but I don't. I think I could deal more with a quote regular normal life, which I guess I'm living now. I can't think of anything that's abnormal about my life. Sure. Well, aside um,
2: from the yeah. amount of porn you consume.
1: No. Oh, yeah. That you know. <laughs> I mean, you go, while you, while y'all I don't should know have it, never I've never brought it up. I've been, I've been like watching thirty gigs of porn this whole time. He's <laughs> masturbating right now. Oh no, I don't masturbate. God, no, oh. I never touch myself. <laughs> just, just watch That the makes porn. the baby Filthy. Jesus
0: cry. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I'm group of dominant people. I guess mm-hmm. I just go with the yeah. express your own opinion.
2: I also want to point out that this is peak podcasting content because we're basically just doing a BuzzFeed quiz. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. <laughs> All right. So we're on to the last question here. Mm -hmm. Um, Which subjects are you most drawn to? Art and design. Maths, technology, and science. Oh, they're British. Everything (laughs) you can learn as long as it's new. Magic, witchcraft, and the supernatural. Physical pursuits like dance, exercise, and fitness. Nerds.
0: Art and design. That's, That's a given. Well. It, I'm it's out tough of those. for
1: me. It's as, tough for me. As long as I don't have to do multiple maths and just only stick with one math, math is okay. But science and technology—that's my jam.
0: Yeah,
2: like like I, you know, art and design—I can see for myself definitely. But everything you can learn, as long as it's new, that also like really yeah. applies. to I think to that's, me.
0: That's, you. that's that's you. That's you because you have. Broad interests. Well, I that wouldn't appeal to me
1: too, but I think technology and science more so than everything right. else.
2: Yeah, but I have a lot of like weird ass trivia in my head. So oh, yeah, yeah, I think everything you can learn is like yeah. I'm gonna go with that one. Okay.
0: Okay. So okay.
2: All right. So we got our results. So who mm-hmm. wants to go first? You f- reveal who you are and then read the the section about them. Okay. Below. Uh, So, who wants to go first? Or should we all just reveal who we are? I'll go. I'll go go
0: first. Hi, I'm Kevin, and I got Pleiadian. (laughs) (laughs) Pleiadian Starseed. The Pleiades is a constellation also known as the Seven Sisters. Like all Starseeds, there are certain physical characteristics associated with them, and this type is known for being... For often being tall and slim with long limbs, they might also have blonde hair and blue eyes with a heart-shaped face and a small nose. That's exactly what Kevin looks like. Yep, that's me. I'm a little elven freak. These people are pure humanitarians. I don't know, I'm pretty (laughs) misanthropic. Who are filled with love and understanding. Earth seems overly harsh to them because their nature is to be gentle, peaceful, and loving. From being in this Earth environment where society is much tougher than where they originated from in the Pleiades, they may become people-pleasers who feel overwhelmed by their sensitivity. They have come here with a mission to teach about love and light. I bring love! <coughs> and by, <his> legs. <laughs> <laughs> and by doing so, they will assist with the healing and ascension of this planet. That is what they feel a deep calling to do. They generally exude a feminine energy. Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> with the natural gift of intuition that most star seeds benefit from. Pleiadians live on a higher frequency of, fuck, of love and creativity and are accustomed to a matriarchal society where women are highly honored. While being similar to humans in many ways, they are more evolved physically and spiritually. These sensitive light workers, oh fuck you, mm-hmm. bring beauty, <coughs> peace, and enlightenment to Earth once they can peel away their human conditioning to expose their true selves.
2: Wow, they nailed you, man. They oh, yeah, you.
0: man, that is straight up me. I am an alien <laughs> woman from the stars.
2: <laughs> yep. Well, they're not necessarily a woman. Just well, you know, yeah more in tune with the, the, the sacred feminine energy. There
0: you Uh go. just give it to me. I'm a I'm a I'm definitely an alien woman from the stars.
2: Okay, so you are a Pleiadian starseed.
0: Yep. That's how me. how do
2: you feel about that revelation? Do you feel like, you know, better? It makes my
0: butthole itch. <laughs> I don't know, it just makes my butthole itch. I don't no, know. Kevin, what I mean. so it's like, <laughs> Kevin, that's because you didn't like
1: well. Again. Oh damn it. Oh, man. Oh, Pleiadians okay. don't wipe.
0: Didn't you know that? <laughs> we don't have toilet paper in the Seven Sisters. <laughs> oh, God. They all use bidets. Yep. All right. Yep.
2: Okay. All right. Uh, it's called Mike, the Super
0: Soaker what 3000. Do
1: you, what do you got? So, apparently, I am Orion. Oh, oh. oh, oh Orion. Auto parts. Ow! Yeah! Um, so these star seeds come from the Orion constellation. The, the, okay, yeah, many will have migrated there from other star systems, so it's quite common to be an Orion hybrid who is previously from another constellation before arriving on Orion. All right, uh, <laughs> so there, you're nothing, yeah. There are multiple different planets in the Orion constellation. That you may have incarnated on, including Man- Mintaka, which was covered in sparkling waters filled with whales and dolphins. <laughs> oh God, damn it! However, this planet is
0: no longer in existence because oh, they got so
2: you have tired. to find a new porpoise in life. <laughs> I, I
0: don't have oh, a porpoise. They got tired of being <laughs> raped by space dolphins. So
2: long, and thanks for
1: all the fish. Yep. And rape.
0: <laughs> so long. I'm not singing it. Never mind.
1: Orion starseeds are often born under the sign of Taurus, Virgo, or Capricorn, with bright blue or green eyes which draw people in. They are intelligent with a good sense of humor. Look, I find those things don't go well together Some most of the time.
0: Intelligence? Yeah, no, it's just jokes about fucking chemicals. So,
1: <laughs> intelligent people have, usually have the cruelest sense of humor. Yes.
0: <laughs> I sawed his leg off. Yeah.
1: So they can become popular for this reason. Although when it comes to their emotional expression, they struggle and can come off as cold because they are very self-controlled and reserved. Their main challenge as human is to feel their emotions more and to open up to others, which will help them to avoid energetic blockages. Oh, you're constipated energetically. Energy poops. Yeah. <clears throat> A key characteristic of these starseeds is that they are obsessed with learning and knowledge. They are often entrepreneurs who want to lead and inspire others in their own unique way. And they are vehement in their pursuit of attaining knowledge and wisdom. So why does that make them entrepreneurs? I don't don't fucking know. It makes them nerds. It'd just be like librarians, wouldn't they? Yeah, it's just fucking nerds. The pursuit of knowledge is often their greatest passion in life. Yet, no, entrepreneur is the greatest passion is money. Money! So, this person doesn't know what they're talking about.
0: (laughs) I would have thought the alien stuff was the first clue, but continue. This can mean that they're known for
1: jumping from one thing to another because once they've learned everything that they possibly can in a certain job or career, they want to move on to the next one to understand something new. It kind of sounds like they're on the spectrum. Here's well, the other thing I, I feel like I know you better, Mike. Here's the other thing is I that do too you, i don't I don't care how long you can't really know everything about a job like it that takes a long time so you're not like jumping around from one career to another because you know everything.
0: yeah, it's more of you got fired because you couldn't focus on something
1: yeah. <laughs> Like, uh, like I've been, you know, slinging hooch for, what, s- seven years? A while. And I, there's all kinds of shit I don't know. Like, yeah. just, and not for lack of trying, it's just, you know, I, I just don't know. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. heck, uh, our boss has been there for, you know, almost 30 years now, and I'm sure that he learns new stuff all the time.
0: Hey, if you're not learning, you're dead. Yeah. Yep. Well, David, how how do you feel,
2: Mike, uh, like knowing this about yourself?
0: Uh, I feel like uh, no different at all. Do you feel like chicken tonight? (laughs) No.
1: All right. I already had chicken.
0: Oh, it's a good point, David. I am. I'm dying to know about you.
1: Okay.
2: Well, Lyran Starseed. Oh, you fucking cat bitch. (laughs) You cat bitch. (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: oh, great. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> yep, Excuse me. Sorry, go ahead, go ahead. I just, fuck. Yeah,
2: no, you knew it was coming. I I had to. Lyra and Starseeds come from the Lyra constellation, which is said to be where the first humans came from. Do what now? The strongest identifier of a Lyran starseed is their cat-like features, for example, having upturned almond eyes, and they might also be keen on cats as animals. They often incarnate as fire signs Leo, Sagittarius, and Ares, and are fiercely independent. They're hard workers who are very connected with their bodies, so they enjoy being physical. They adore great food and embrace their sexuality they are athletic and typically love exercise
0: <laughs> i'm not saying okay. nothing yeah, <laughs> yeah no hey, I, here's a question what is your astrological sign
2: uh, i am aquarius
1: same
0: so none of the ones mentioned in this correct mm-hmm. okay
2: hey. H- here's the thing like obviously like i don't match all of this but there's some things here Sure. Like, that today like, yeah, no, that matches up.
0: Yeah, great um, food, and you definitely embrace your sexuality. Yeah, all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. they and you need more love sleep- exercise. Which I mean, part? that's all you do, is just exercise constantly.
2: I, I do try to walk a lot. I like walking. But anyway, they need more sleep than most people, and while they are social, they are not necessarily the life of the party. Honestly, this is sounding a lot like me. Fuck. Okay. Okay. <laughs>
0: Wow, They it kn- got you. Okay.
2: Yeah. They are known to be risk takers while still staying grounded the rest of the time. Lyran starseeds have an innate desire to travel and explore. Think of it as a cat-like curiosity. <laughs> They're said to be the <laughs> oldest souls in our galaxy and played an important role in humanity by bringing fire to the earth and sending the first souls to Atlantis. Oh, They embody their divine masculine energy, which makes them spontaneous, driven, and persistent with generally high energy. They are natural leaders and people-watching loners. (laughs) They're here to express their independence and pursue their dreams fearlessly.
0: Hey, you're masculine, I'm feminine. Wanna fuck?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, apparently I'm in tune with my sexuality, so... Yeah,
0: there you go. So, Uh, how does does this make you feel? uh, So...
2: Honestly, if I'm being honest here, again, these are just like, you know, BuzzFeed quizzes, right? There's there's always going to be some aspect that clicks because of archetypes.
0: I think it's funny Uh, that mine didn't click with me at all.
2: Yeah, a lot of these click with me. Like, I'm not the most physical person, but also I am in some ways. Like, I'm not the type of guy to go and play, like, basketball or do a lot of heavy exercise. My thing is, like, walking pacing right sort of thing like there, there's elements in here that like make sense for me
0: sure and i'm glad that made sense for you mike did you have any that kind of made sense to you
1: um i mean a little bit but nothing major um see, i closed the window now so. <laughs> no, no that's cool that's cool
2: but, um, yeah, no. So, like, you know, uh, obviously we're having fun with this. This was uh, published to lizroberta.com. We'll have a link to it. I'm dying to hear what some of our Discord patrons are. Oh, oh yeah. So, like, eventually maybe we tag all of our different Discord accounts with our starseed and then we go to war with each
0: other. Oh, yeah, great. We, so, just new roles.
2: Lyran superiority.
1: Lyran <laughs> super- supremacy.
0: Bite me, cat boy. <laughs> Looking
1: back at it, uh, like the, the kind of emotionally closed off bit.
0: Yeah, the, I was thinking there's a
1: few things about your description that kind of fit. That was about the only thing I can see that uh, and, you know, liking knowledge. But
2: yeah, you know, you know and, and the whole reason these things even fit is, you know, it's just it's archetypes just like, again.
1: It's just like, a, yeah, like astrological signs just be so yeah. generic that it could apply yeah. to anybody.
2: But, uh, yeah. yeah, no, I, I encourage everyone to take this, uh, I don't know much else about the website, you know, um, yeah. that could be a problem. Yeah. But, <laughs> well,
0: don't, don't go exploring the website. Just take the quiz and yeah. leave.
2: But yeah, um, yeah, yeah, no, it was a fun little quiz. I had fun.
0: Yeah. I mean, I really expected these to be even more generic. Like as a Lyran, you have a covering of skin on your body, <laughs> you know, something like that. But, uh, we got one other section of the show to do real quick. Uh, we have a question from Ghost Forge this Mm -hmm. week. And I put a call out on the, uh, the, the Mastodon account. Didn't get anything this time, but we'll see about next time. Mm -hmm. So, Ghost Forge asks, for all the hosts, what are your favorite personal stories from playing a tabletop RPG?
2: Mm. Okay. Yeah, this is definitely one that's more suited for, uh, distraction hole but you know what fuck it let's do it
0: yeah do you want to save it for distraction hole or um let's save it for distraction hole yeah
2: yeah we'll save it for distraction hole because i I have a couple fun little little stories
0: sorry ghost forks you're gonna have to wait a few days for that one
2: yeah yeah we're we're gonna blue balls you yep um uh that being said i think we should go ahead and maybe discuss uh something that we are going to be doing over the next year.
0: Yeah. No, Mike actually doesn't know much about this. We kind of been discussing this, uh, and I meant to bring it up more too. I might, like, yeah, you know no. about it, but like the details are kind of holding out on you, yeah. not yeah, holding and, out on you, but you're, well, like, just, you're, you're, it, it, you're rug pulling me, aren't you? Nope.
2: Well, and it's, it's definitely Cutting something where it's like, it's a Kevin and I kind of run the show sort of thing, but just because it's in our wheelhouse. Um, and I imagine a lot of it's going to kind of fall on me because this is the type of work that I do anyway. And I'm um, lazy. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, for 2024, Supernatural Selection is going to be launching a zine. Um, and, oh, yeah, you had
1: mentioned
0: that. Yep.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, I'm hoping that we can do this as a yearly thing. I've got a schedule planned out and everything. But, um, yeah, I just kind of want to go over some details. Uh, so for our first zine, we're calling it Cryptid Encounter Yearbook 2024. And, uh, it's just what you would imagine. Uh, it's a zine where artists and writers will be able to, um, send in depictions of cryptid encounters. It's like, Hey, I saw this thing and it could be fictional or based on your own experience. Just want everybody to have fun and send in cool cryptid shit. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and this is artists and we're, we can take in poetry, mm-hmm. uh, uh short, short fiction, short fiction, of like a page, kind of stuff, uh, Mike. If you want to put in something like that, or I can make you draw something.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. Um, with with that said, um, like I'm gonna have all. I have most of the details done. I just have to roll out the document and like put out the public facing website. But yeah, um, basically, um, <clears throat> with the the zine when it launches, it will be available as a free download. Mm-hmm. But we are also uh, allowing any contributors to feel free to print and sell copies for themselves. You know, if they're at a convention and you want to print off like 15 copies to sell.
0: <coughs> Go for <laughs> it. Excuse
2: me. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we're doing. Um, so, yeah, we'll be available as a print on demand PDF. Um, what We're very much like creator centric. So it's all about yep. like if you want to make some money off of this by you know just don't don't edit it of course and of course you retain the rights to your work but if you want to print up copies of the books to sell them for like 2 bucks please by all means it. Yeah. Um, so yeah the theme is um you know cryptids. cryptids so we're not so much doing ufo's and uaps but like alien derived cryptids like the hopkinsville uh, goblins uh Mothman. flatwoods monster Pascagoula monster yeah like
0: I don't fine. know that I don't know that I put the Pascagoula monster in there but you can do that when uh I really look at that more as a variation of the greys but I'm being semantic.
2: Yeah, yeah, and that's that's the thing is like, you know, I'm not going to like try to handcuff anybody here. Sure. You but know, that to, that's a try consent to steer issue.
0: more toward cryptids. So. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. So, you know, uh Mothman of course always going to be popular. I expect oh, yeah. we'll get a few of those. Bigfoot,
0: um, Loch Ness monster, uh, slide rock, bolt, or whatever.
2: Obviously, we don't know how many pages the zine is going to be yet, but it's basically just going to be constructed out of um, you know, just take a normal sheet of printer paper, fold it in half, staple there, it together, yep, little booklet. Yep,
0: yep, and there's your size.
2: Mhm, mhm. Um, let's see. As far as the timeline of the project, uh, I ideally think we'll be doing a submission period from January to late June of next year. Um, right. it'll take me maybe like a couple of months to edit it. And then for the crowdfunding and I'll get to the crowdfunding in a minute. Um, you know, cause again, this is a free thing. Why are we crowdfunding? I'll, I'll explain why. Um, but we'll do a crowdfunding campaign in October. Um, that way, you know, we can release it like November, December.
0: And the yeah. plan is like a small print run for backers. Yes. Correct?
2: Yeah, So that's, that's what we're doing with the, um, what we're doing with the crowdfunding campaign. Like, um, you know, it's, it's a copy book. Like we could probably do a yeah. lot of this out of pocket, but also like, you know,
0: we want to uh, get, we want to get fans and friends involved.
2: Yeah. And we want everyone to get like premium, nice printed copies for contributing, mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then also like, hey, if you can help us to afford printer paper. Again, we don't know what, how much it's going to cost to do, but I don't imagine more than like $500. That's yeah. probably on the more expensive end. Um, yeah,
0: it won't be that much. I mean, I, yeah. it may be $500, but it won't be a lot.
2: But yeah, I mean, that that's the idea. Uh, you know, we're, we can't compensate anyone beyond giving them like, contributor copies but that's why we want you know and then like i am outlining it in the document we have you know paper costs uh staples like get a nice industrial stapler um you know um the the cost of actually printing the stuff because i don't have a printer here i'm gonna have to go to staples you know what i mean yeah um yeah uh, mailer costs so, like, the bundle. That's, uh, that's
0: a big thing, yeah.
2: And then, of course, shipping and postage. So, again, um, and this is just like, hey, if, if we don't make the money, that's fine. You know, it's a free PDF you can download and print yourself. But right. we want to make sure, um, you know, and we'll, we'll make sure that all of our contributors, you know, because we, we can handle the cost. But that's, you know, uh, this is uh, the first stab at something new for us, and I'm very excited about it.
0: I am too, and I hope we get some good submissions, and I hope everyone gets excited about this. We'll be talking this up more uh, in the new year uh, mm-hmm. as as it gets closer. So, uh, yeah, keep an eye and ear open for that.
2: Yeah, you can also join us on uh, Discord, because we actually have an active uh, discussion area where I've been kind of, like, posting some stuff about it. And yep. We're, the, the idea is that we are going to have, like, probably like zines dot com, where yeah. uh, where each year you'll see the new zine up mm-hmm. That's and the a idea. place
0: where you can and also with Squarespace not a sponsor. Uh, we will be able to actually set up a thing where you could probably buy the uh previous year's zines or something. We'll we all, work yeah, on that. No, just da- just again, they're
2: just de- like free downloads. They're free PDFs. Right, so we'll, right, right. You know, worst case scenario, meant... we create a free post on the Patreon, and people, um,
0: you know, yeah, we'll um, we'll get it figured
2: out. Yeah, and uh, again, it's like uh, the submission guidelines. I'm not going to get into them in detail here, but like. We're gonna to try to keep submissions to like PG-13, even though we skew more uh, TVMA on the show. Um, but just for for broad purposes, like PG-13, uh, we have um, image guidelines, we have text guidelines, everything like that. Again, it's very much uh, meant to be open and. Welcome to anyone. Um, a lot of collage pages. Hopefully, again, not sure how long it's going to be, but I, I'll put together a pretty good book when I have everything.
0: Yeah, it'll. It, it, this is going to be fun. Yeah, I think I think everybody's going to like this when we get it done.
2: Mm-hmm. So,
0: uh, thank you, David. We'll uh, like I said, we'll have more of that coming next in the coming year, and uh, keep your eyes and ears open.
2: Yeah, uh, so I think we're taking a holiday break, and we're going to be back after the first of the year, right? Is that, is that the plan? I
0: don't think that is the plan. I think we're going to keep on trucking. Okay, hey, no, no,
2: that <laughs> works too. I'm okay. Fuck if, it, don't take if, a break. <laughs> yeah, if
0: we if we need a break, we'll take a break. We'll announce it on social media and in the yeah. Discord. But uh, I will probably be able to do it because Christmas is on a Sun uh, Monday this year, so. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that, that works. That gives me and Mike our first two days off uh, in a row in a long time. So, mm, yeah. me, it gives yeah, you, me mine.
1: I, mm. I get it pretty regularly. <laughs> you fucker. Yeah, but also I like go almost two weeks between with only one day
0: off. That's true. Mm. So, uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. You can find all the information you need to about the show at supernatpod.rocks. You can contact us there using the form. Uh, you can also email us, team. At supernaturalselectionpod.com dot mm-hmm. uh, you can on the website find a link to our Discord, our Patreon, and our store, which has shirts, stickers, various other products with lots of fun art by myself and David. Uh, so, yeah, that's it. We will <laughs> <laughs> great no, no, ending, you, you did it,
2: dude. You did it. You yeah. ma- you ma- you managed it.
0: You're good. All right. Sorry. Uh, so. We will see you guys next time, so until then, stay safe and stay frosty. Goodbye. Man, a
1: dodo sounds delicious, doesn't it? I
0: would eat the shit out of some extinct animals. <laughs> I've
1: I'm, I'm, uh, already eaten dinner, but I'm kind of getting hungry again. Yeah. <laughs> dodo.
0: Yep. Man, I can't wait till they bring back passenger pigeons, and you can buy like a six-pack. <laughs>